In this episode, we reveal the results. Let's do it. What's up, companions? Welcome to the return of Backlog Companion. I'm your host, Tom Tate, and I'm super excited to be back after a bit of a hiatus. I will admit, I remember the last episode that I recorded, I said, I'll be back in a week or so to reveal the results of my 30-day podcast challenge where I did an episode a day for 30 days. That was in November, November of 2019, and I'm recording this, of course, in 2020. So it's Thursday nights. I have a nice warm cup of decaffeinated coffee in front of me, and I'm excited to be back behind the microphone. Uh, Thursday, January 9th, I will be releasing this on Friday the 10th. And while I'm not 100% sure what every episode is going to look like and what the format of this show is going to be moving forward, I am going to try to continue to release throughout the year. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to release bi-weekly episodes. So tomorrow will be uh, Friday the 10th, and then I will release another episode on Friday the 24th and so on. And I'm going to continue to do that until November of 2020 when I do another, hopefully, 30-day podcasting challenge. So I think this is what I'm going to try to do. I think every November, I'm going to attempt to podcast every day. uh, And hopefully, life doesn't get in the way of that. Uh, But I want to try to continue that. And what I'll do is I'll just reevaluate a brand new set of 30 games for my backlog. Hopefully, this year, I would have made a decent enough dent Uh, in my current backlog that I can add 30 new games. Now, I had the absolute best intentions back in December to reveal the state of the 30 games that I covered in November. Uh, Life got in the way, as it typically does. I got super, super sick, and my family did too. Uh, So we were down for the count for a couple of weeks, and then the holidays hit, and the holidays were completely insane for us. Uh, my my family's kind of nuts, so it was pretty pretty insane and very time consuming. Uh, so I didn't jump back into podcasting, and I actually got a new job. So I have one more week at my current job, and then I'll be transitioning over to a new job. Uh, this is my day job, and yeah, it was unexpected. Uh, but again, that kind of came up out of nowhere in December, and. Uh, just shifted my focus and my priorities a bit. But I feel super confident that I can commit to a two-week schedule, a bi-weekly schedule, and these episodes aren't that long, uh, and I'm going to try to keep it that way. So if you like to listen to 60-minute, 90-minute video game podcasts, I can assure you that Backlog Companion will fit in to your podcast listening schedule because I'm going to keep them relatively short uh, unless we bring on a really awesome guest uh, who just wants to talk and talk, I'm not going to be one to uh, say no to that. But in this episode, it is just me, and we are going to keep things uh, short and sweet. We are going to go through the 30 games, the results of the 30 games that we took a look at in November. Now, before I get into that, uh, I'll share a little bit about what I've been up to on the gaming side of things, because I did slip in some time to play some games despite being super busy. 
Uh, I hope that you were able to also find some gaming time over the holidays. Uh, typically, that's what the holidays are for, right? You have a little bit of time off work, hopefully, and you can steal some hours to play some games. And I did just that. So I played Jedi Fallen Order, uh, which was amazing. Uh, really big fan of that game. They did such a great job with the franchise. I really felt like they created a Star Wars game that felt so Star Wars, um, Star Wars like, but it didn't really, it didn't really steal, you know, from the franchise itself. You know, like there weren't too many references that made me feel like they were just trying to bake it into the existing story. It was very much a standalone story, uh, if that makes sense. So if you're looking for a good, solid side story in Star Wars, I would recommend that game. And I would also recommend it if you're just looking for the story because they have a mode that is called story mode and is the lowest difficulty setting. Um, A lot of people have said that, you know, if you put it on the higher difficulty setting, it's like a Souls-like game. Uh, But for me, I put it on story mode and I really just enjoyed exploring, learning new moves, uh, discovering really beautiful environments. The graphics are fantastic. So Jedi Fallen Order, uh, heavily recommend it if you're into that type of game. I also played through and finished a game that I've been playing since 2017, and that is Snipper Clips on the Nintendo Switch. Originally, I purchased this game uh, as a co-op game that I could play with my wife, um, and we had a lot of fun with the earlier levels, but our frustration with each other in some of the more challenging levels led us to just stop playing that game. So I played single player and I was able to go through and finally finish the game. Uh, I'm trying to knock out games that I started sometime within the past three to five years and I'm trying to finish them before I start the 10 games that I agreed to play in 2020 from our 30-day challenge in November. So Snipper Clips was number one, easy one just to pick off and play through and finish, which I did. Uh, I am now playing through The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks, which was a Nintendo DS title. I am playing this on a new 3DS XL, and it is doing two things. One, it is making me miserable because the game is not good. I was reading reviews of spirit tracks and actually, okay, I'll back up. I started this game three years ago. So I started this game in 2017. And I know that because you can get stamps in the game and these stamps in your stamp book have the actual date in which you got the stamp. So my most recent stamps were from 2017. Uh, and they were from like December of 2017. So it's been um, three years. It's been quite a long time since I've played this game. And I put it down, you know, maybe 65, 70% into the game. And I picked it back up. And it is worse now than it was when I played it back then. Uh, and it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, the game... The story isn't that bad. The graphics aren't that bad. It's just so monotonous. Uh, And I was reading reviews and the reviews are really positive. A lot of people really enjoyed this game. Uh, And it's actually the sequel to Phantom Hourglass, which I also never played. That'll be uh, later in my backlog. I will add that because I want to play through every mainline Zelda, no matter how difficult and monotonous they are. 
Um, so Spirit Tracks started it three years ago. I just picked it up again. I am probably in, I want to say I'm an hour away from finishing the game and I'm so delighted to be finishing this game and never having to play it again uh, because I'm just not enjoying it whatsoever. And I'm happy to admit that. Uh, I think one of the, my, my biggest gripes with Spirit Tracks, if you haven't played it, um, is you can't control Link with anything other than the stylus. Um, and I just don't enjoy that mechanic. Now, uh, oh yeah, I mentioned two things. Uh, this game is stirring up two things. One is that it's making me miserable. The other is that uh, it's reminding me how great the new 3DS XL is. Uh, the screen is huge on that. And it's, it's a fairly nice handheld. Uh, I think the Switch almost made the 3DS feel like it's not needed anymore because I can also play the switch on my couch or in bed. Uh, but the 3ds is actually a really nice piece of hardware, this XL one as well. So, um, I'm wondering if there's an opportunity for me to check out more games in the eShop for the Nintendo 3ds, or maybe scoop some DS or 3ds games, uh, and add those to the backlog eventually too. Uh, other games that I plan to finish child of light. So I am definitely like 80% through child of light. I, I picked that up two years ago. I was playing it on PlayStation Vita, uh, which again, beautiful handheld with a beautiful screen and child of light is an awesome, awesome game. I really enjoyed it and I can't remember what replaced it or why I didn't finish it. Uh, and I know a lot of my friends are big fans of this game. Um, and again, 80% through. I definitely will sit down and finish that uh, before I pick up any new games. Um, and then Octopath Traveler is the last game I believe that I have on my list of games that I started but didn't finish. I'm not going to finish that game before I move on. Uh, I, that is probably the only game that I'll continue to pick at. Um, and I'm trying to do this with a couple different things in 2020. Uh, this is, I, I don't, I haven't really made New Year's uh, resolutions or set goals, but like, this is one thing that I am trying to do. And it's something that I remember I learned, I read an article a long time ago that stuck with me. It was about how sushi chefs, they are very meticulous with cleaning off their workstation after they make a specific sushi roll or a specific dish. So they would make their dish and before they moved on to the next piece or the next roll, you know, a really good sushi chef would monotonously clean their knives and their utensils and their workstation. They would finish completely and start with an, uh, basically a blank canvas when they would start their next dish or their next role. I'm trying to do that with projects and I'm trying to do that with games. Um, so I want to make sure that I don't have a mess of games just kind of in progress all over the place. I have a tendency to do that. I also have a tendency to do that with projects, um, side projects and different things. So finish first uh, and then move on is kind of my mantra for 2020. Okay, let's get on with the games. I'm going to share first the games that I'm going to defer. Uh, I made these decisions based on a couple of reasons. A length of game was definitely one. So I put in a spreadsheet. I basically went to howlongtobeat.com and I looked up the average time it takes to complete these games. Because what I didn't want to do was add 10, 50 hour games to my backlog because I would never finish all of those games. So I wanted a healthy mix of games that were long 
short, and right in the middle. Um, so I looked at length of game. I took feedback from listeners of the show. Um, so I had a couple people write in and let me know what games they thought I should keep or ditch. Uh, I also had conversations with friends who listened to the show and I got a lot of good feedback from them. Uh, and then in a lot of cases, I just went with my gut. You know, I, I know what I like. I know what genres I like. I know what consoles and developers I really enjoy playing through. I know what music I'm going to enjoy. So I, I went with my gut, you know, basically, um, close to 25 years of playing video games, you know, I, it, it all adds up and it all comes together when making these types of choices. So starting with the games that I'm going to defer, these are the 10 games out of the 30 games that are going to live to uh, be evaluated another day. I will play these games, just not now. And I'll be honest, a lot of these were really, really challenging to put in this category. Uh, but unfortunately, I could only pick 10 that I'm going to focus on. So the 10 that will be deferred, uh, Crystallis, that's a really tough one uh, for the NES. Alundra for uh, PlayStation 1. Golf Story. Um, DuckTales, now DuckTales, is living on the Disney Afternoon Collection on my PS4. Uh, Marty, a good friend of mine who was actually on Backlog Companion, he will be back on again uh, shortly. Um, he said, I, he made a joke, like in the time that we're having this conversation, you could have beaten DuckTales too, uh, which is very true. So, you know, maybe if I finish all 10, I'll slip this one in. Um, Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer, for as much hype as that got, I don't know that I really want to sit through and play the whole thing. Uh, Advanced Wars. Also, I made that decision based on the length of, of gameplay. You know, I almost feel like I'd rather sit down and replay Final Fantasy Tactics than play Advanced Wars. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, you know, obviously a widely, highly acclaimed game. Uh, but again, I, I had to make cuts. Uh, Devil May Cry HD. Wild Arms, again, made that decision based on the length as well. And then Dead Rising, I put Dead Rising in my defer list as well. So very challenging list to make. These are all incredible games. Otherwise, they would have never have been in my backlog at all. Uh, but those are the games that I will hopefully, you know, be reevaluating another day. If I don't get to them sooner, we might see some of these games pop up in the next set of 30 games uh, in November of 2020 when I do another podcast a day for 30 days. Uh, so up next, the games that I am going to purge completely from my backlog. I'm going to ditch these games. Does it mean that I'm never going to play these games? I, you know, I hate to say never say, like I never say never, right? So I hate to say that I'll never play these games. If they get remastered or something, if they end up on a new console or if they're, um, you know, remastered on switch and I have it on a console or PC, like maybe that'll incentivize. Um, I'll, I'll give one example of that in a second. Um, but it, you know, I'm intentionally thinning out my list, right? So I have to say no to games. Uh, so I'm not even considering these games for 2020. If you hear or see that I play any of these games, um, you can slap me on the wrist and tell me that I'm not living up to my word. Um, so Mega Man, the Wily Wars, uh, as much as I want to play this game for historic purposes, I mean, this game has a lot of history and I'm a Mega Man fan. Um, I don't need to play Mega Man one through three again, even if it's on the Sega Genesis, um, Landstalker is another one. Uh, again, you know, like I just don't know that I need to play Sega RPGs. Skies of Arcadia Legends, 
Again, I just don't know that I need to play Sega RPGs. The thing with Skies of Arcadia Legends, a very long game. You know, I was looking at the um, how long to beat for that, and it was very intimidating. Um, and I have it for GameCube, and it's actually worth a lot of money. So I'm thinking about selling it uh, just to fund some other uh, gaming-related purchases or podcasting-related rela- purchases. Uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica. So here's an example of a game where um, I'm pretty sure this isn't on Switch yet, but and I, I don't know that it's gotten a full, full HD remaster in the way that um, Resident Evil 0 and Resident Evil have. But if it were to get that and show up on Switch and be on sale, I'd consider picking that up and playing it. Um, so maybe that'll pop up. But the current version that I have on PlayStation 3, I think, I will not be playing that. Uh, Bastion. I feel like I waited too long to play Bastion. Um, Braid. Braid is also on the uh, uh, the ditch list. I feel like I waited too long to play Braid. And if I go back and play those, I don't know that I'm going to be super satisfied. Uh, Grim Fandango is on this list. Uh, Kirby's Dream Course. As, as, as highly acclaimed as Kirby's Dream Course is, I just don't know that I want to sit down and play it, spend my time on it. Um, Okami is on this list. And then finally, The Cave. Um, so The Cave and Grim Fandango are point-and-click adventures uh, that, you know, quite frankly, they weren't they weren't as highly regarded as some of the other point-and-click games that came out, you know, from those. And I'll talk about that in just a second uh, when I go to the games that I will be prioritizing for 2020. But unfortunately, those games didn't make the cut. So those are my 10 that I will be deferring for uh, forever, you know, unless something dramatically changes. Um, like if I win the lottery, if I win the lottery, I'm, I'm going to play games all day. So I'll play all those games. Okay. These are the top 10 games from my 30 games that I looked at in November of nine, 2000 of 1999, <laughs> November of 2019. Oh man, I want to go back and, and look at the games that I played in November of 1999. Okay. Titanfall two, um, the campaign mode of Titanfall two, that's it. I'm not going to play any online play. I don't even know if online play is a thing for Titanfall 2 anymore, but I'm going to play the campaign for this game because I've heard so many great things and I actually saw it pop up. Uh, it was like a top 50 list. I want to say Polygon maybe. Uh, top 50 games of the decade and Titanfall 2 was on there, so I'm super excited for that. Uh, Cosmic Star Heroin. Cosmic Star Heroin is a game that I've really wanted to play when I talked about it. Uh, again, my friend Marty picked it up and beat it and he recommended it. So I'm going to uh, take his word on that and play through it. Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, this is a game that my son has been playing. Uh, that was a really fun episode to do. A lot of people had some positive things to say about my son showing up on an episode. That was a, that was a blast for him uh, and for me too. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and check it out. Uh, but this will be a fun one just to go through and play. Um, Secret of Mana. So Secret of Mana is another one. I might try to see if I can rope my wife into playing that because I know multiplayer is definitely a big component. Uh, and I do want to play Saiken Densetsu 3. Uh, so this feels like a necessary prerequisite. Hyper Light Drifter. The art style in this game was just too appealing to cut. Celeste uh, is another game that won so many awards. It's really hard for me to say no Portal is another one, uh, and I know that Portal and uh, Portal 2, you know, obviously super, super um, popular games. Uh, I want to experience those games, uh, and I have the ability to do so, so I should. Thimbleweed Park. Uh, So I feel like 
Thimbleweed Park was my answer to cutting Grim Fandango in the cave. Like, I feel like of the three, this one makes up for the other two. We'll see. And then finally, the two games that I'm going to play immediately first uh, is going, they're going to be uh, The Messenger. Uh, So The Messenger on Nintendo Switch will be the first game that I play in 2020 after I clear out some of these straggling backlog items. Uh, And then finally, I'm going to once and for all, I'm going to play Super Mario Sunshine on GameCube and I'm going to play it on an actual GameCube and I might try to uh, stream some of this. Um, So if you want to uh, catch me streaming some of Super Mario Sunshine, definitely uh, stay tuned on this podcast. I will reveal any details about that in the future. But that's it. I'm not going to play any games until I go through these 10 games I'm going to prioritize these in 2020. I might pick up a few games, but they're just going to end up right back in the backlog with the exception of one game. So I'm going to say this right now. When Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out in March, it is the only game I'm going to play. And I'm going to play it until I beat it and I will continue with my backlog quest. Um, But that game, I can't wait. I can't wait for that game. It's probably my most anticipated game of uh, 2020. Um, and quite possibly maybe like the next five years. Uh, so definitely uh, look for me to stop playing anything and play just that game in March. I'm really curious though. I want to know what's in your backlog. So if you want to reach out to me, head on over to um, backlogcompanion.com or you can email me tom at videogamepodcasts.com. Tom at videogamepodcasts.com. Let me know what's up. Let me know how your holidays went. Let me know what you're playing. Let me know what you're anticipating in 2020. I think in the next episode, what I will look at uh, is the top 10 games that I'm really excited for in 2020. And I would love to hear yours as well. Um, And hopefully we can bring on a guest or two for that one too. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I know this episode went a little bit longer than usual. We're sitting at 22 minutes right now, uh, roughly, maybe a little bit longer than that. Uh, I promise the next ones will be shorter. Uh, I'm rambling and I'm also sharing the uh, results of the top 30. Um, So we'll keep episodes in the future below 20 minutes. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, sticking with me. If you subscribe to the show during the 30-day challenge, I appreciate it. There is no Patreon for Backlog Companion as of right now, and I'm not sure that there ever will be, but let's just be real. The best way to support the show, uh, I don't need your money. I need you to share the show with friends. So if you're into this type of thing and your friends are too, I would super appreciate uh, just kind of giving me a quick shout, uh, shooting over a link to backlogcompanion.com. That would be really awesome. Thanks for traveling, companions. I will catch you on the next one.